This time on Holy Ghost Notes. I'm that guy that gets on your nerves. The dip of the dip, dip, dip. I thought you loved me. Who are you? Probably shouldn't say it out loud. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Holy Ghost Notes podcast. My name is Matt and I'm with my co-host Tim Anderson. Hey there. It's good to be back. Uh, today we're going to be going over just how busy we are. We were just saying in our pre-roll that I think that this is the busiest week I've had in my entire life. And we were yeah. making the distinction between what is it when you're usually just busy with things that you could be doing, right? It's like, I could be fixing that appliance. I could be hanging this shelf on the wall. I could be cleaning the house. Those are the types of things that can keep you busy. But this week at the past... I'd say ever since I got back from tour, <laughs> it's been like things I have to do that have a deadline. Yeah. And it's a different kind of busy for me um, being in a band and owning my own business um, in a sense with four other guys. It's like you can kind of set your own schedule. There's more flexibility. This week, that's <laughs> all out the window. Yeah. <laughs> it is busy. It's busy. So we're going to talk about that today, both in terms yeah. of drumming and faith and what the implications are yeah yeah i'm excited this is uh this is definitely one that's close to home and uh yeah it's it's crazy it's funny i was just i i was like on social media and i saw this meme come up and it was like there's nothing worse than the person who is just constantly talking about how busy they are (laughs) and i was like that is me anytime anyone asks like hey how are you doing how are things going it's like dude i'm just Uh so busy and it's not uh-huh. like it's a lie. It's just like I can't. There's nothing else. I feel like to that's say. this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Tim, how are you? What's going I'm on? I'm good, man. I'm so and then busy, like a man. real deep sigh. <laughs> I'm so busy. Pretty busy. Kind of busy. I'm that guy. I'm that guy that that gets on your nerves because he's always so busy and talking about how busy he is. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't get on my nerves, but it makes me feel bad. I I I have a, a close friend um, who's always really busy much like you're talking about yourself, like yeah. just so busy. You can hear it in his voice. You know, it's just so evident. And I'm always thinking when I'm talking to him, like just cut a few things out. Like we've talked yeah. about this before. Cut out your garden. Just mm-hmm. go shopping for the produce instead of spending all that time. Like, wait, yeah. why are you doing that other thing now? You don't, that's not going to, you don't really need to do that. You can, <laughs> you can go buy, you can go buy that product instead of, you know, making it yourself. So it, it's easy to see in other people what can be done to um, free up time, but yeah. I feel like it's probably one of those things that's just hard to admit about your own life. And I think we're going to get into the weeds with this a little bit about why are we so busy? Yeah. Um, the first thing that comes to mind as soon as you say social media is like, how much time are we blowing on? Yeah, dude. On Instagram. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll be the first to admit this last week. It's kind of refreshing. I, I'm. I haven't spent a whole lot of time on there. In fact, it's like I'll go on to post yeah. and then I just have you ever done that where it's like I'm gonna post this and then I'm going to go on with my day instead of like right catching Scrolling up on everybody and, else's yeah, lives. Yeah. And- I have also taken a big step back um just because of a lack of time. I think again <laughs> sound like guy. Yeah. Um <laughs> but <laughs> it's I've mostly been Tim, are you I, busy? I only I only get on Facebook really uh for the inner circle. Um believe it or not. Um I believe that. And sometimes Facebook once I get on fire. it gets me caught up. But yeah, I just I dislike it and uh I, I would say Same. at this point, like my my form of relaxing is like after the kids are in bed and I've kind of completed most of my oblig- obligatory duties for the day. I'll sit down and I'll put YouTube on. And that is like mm-hmm. now has become my form of scrolling. <laughs> like just Same. I'm just sitting there watching YouTube videos. I, right I've had enough you. of the, the news feed. I'm, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, what is it that you watch on, on YouTube? Is it like sp- sports or action stuff? Uh, it's a little bit of everything. How-to? Like I, So more recently I've like been trying to like find old band documentaries that I've seen before. Um, or like clips from band documentaries um, that like I can't watch because it's not on any streaming services and I don't have mm. like a DVD player anymore, <laughs> you know. So like, right. <laughs> like so I've been like doing that. Sold that five um, years ago. Yeah, there's there's a channel. Um, it's called uh, it's Jeremy Sears. I don't know if you've heard of him, 
but he does this thing called Man Shit, Man Shit Mondays. Okay. And it's like he I've just like he reviews products and like talks about stuff. And it's just it's I'm not really nice. into everything that he like talks about, but um it's entertaining and it you know, he does a good job with the production value so it looks nice and mm-hmm. um so sometimes I'll throw that it's fun on. Fun to or, watch. Yeah, yeah. Or I'll just do like the recommended. I'll just kind of follow a, a string of recommended videos and watch some Man, drum that's, videos. And, yeah. That's a trap. I, I get I yeah, can, I can lose a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm I'm kind of the same way as you. Like for me, it's it's YouTube. I'll go on and catch up on March Madness games, yeah. especially if there's an upset. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sports football, highlights is another one that soccer. I like. Soccer. Yep. Did you fill out a bracket? I didn't. I I have, I know very little about, especially college basketball. Oh, that's okay, <laughs> dude. No one knows anything about it. They <laughs> okay. just fill out the bracket. They just fill out that's the, bracket. the beauty. My my family has a bracket with my brother in law. Okay. He 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 always like spearheads the, you know the conversation like let's do a bracket. Yeah. Last year was yeah. fun. Just a reminder, you you don't need to know anything. You know no one does. Right. And um, he sent over the first, the first result of like the first round, and I was in first place. <laughs> I, nice. <laughs> I don't know anything about. Yeah. I mean I'm just going off of just how how are they ranked right. and is there going to be an up i mean maybe there could be an upset yeah um sometimes it's as like arbitrary as do i like the color of the <laughs> right. like yeah. the you know the jerseys the or cool. is yeah. it close to home or right so you should totally do it i mean it's too it's too late yeah, but moving so, forward you yeah. should totally do it yeah it's next fun. year maybe i'll maybe i'll do that I'm, I'm big into like the fantasy football when that when that comes okay. around but that the guys in my band do that. There's a little bit more um, of a knowledge base there, you know. Like oh, for Sundays sure. are like red zone, you know. Red zone's on all day. I see all the different teams playing, and there's different players that stand out to me. And so going into yeah. the season, sometimes we will even watch the draft, or at least the first few rounds of the draft. And so like I right. see the new players coming in, and I'm a little bit more. I, I know a little bit more about football and the different teams the yeah. different players and you know i've followed certain people's careers and stuff so that's a little bit easier for me to strategize i guess you know sure um seems seems very fun but, I, yeah. I did a little bit of sports gambling last year for the first time ever mm-hmm. put a 100 bucks in Fanduel, and my brother and i my brother-in-law and i bet on the premier league team chelsea mm-hmm. um because there's a kid from hershey pa who plays for them oh cool. christian pulisic they won uh, four out of the five games we bet on. We each won twelve hundred bucks. Nice. And then we were like, "We're done. <laughs> we're not doing this anymore." Yeah. <laughs> like somehow we got really lucky, Fanduel, and it was incredible. Vandal is doing such a good job. I I haven't bit I haven't bit into it yet, but they they're they're like offering you like money just to sign up. They're like, "We're gonna give I you know. like a hundred bucks towards bets, like right off the bat," and then. If that wasn't enough, you can now like pull out like as long as you're less than fifty percent of the way through the game, you can pull out of your bet. Like mm-hmm. if things don't look like they're going the way that you thought it would, it's like ah, I'm gonna take my Is money that a back. New thing? Yeah, it's that's new. Man, that's wild. <laughs> it's like how can you afford to do that? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, uh, but they're just like they're winning getting, a lot getting, of money. In yeah, the end. they're getting people to do it. I guess so. Eh, I don't There's know. just I think I think it's about the volume, the sheer volume of people mm. who are, you know, who are betting. Yeah, because the house is always going to win in the end. So it's like, so somehow my brother and I, my brother-in-law and I got really lucky. Yeah. Um, but man, it's so fun. Like I don't know if it's anything like this with fantasy football, but it's so much more fun for me to watch soccer, which I already enjoy watching. Mm-hmm. I'm one of. You know, I'm 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 four of 330 million people in America that likes watching soccer, but I um, I, it's so much more fun for me when I have money in the when game. Stake in the like, game oh for my sure. Gosh, can that's they it. do it? Like, hold them off, hold yeah. them off. That's how it is you for know? me in football and, too. I, same way, if I have so some, some investment there, and I think that it has to be that way. Like, I know some of you are probably listening. You're like, oh, you're talking about gambling. Oh boy. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. By the way, the topic today <laughs> is going to get switched again, just like gambling. two weeks ago. Yeah. Like, gambling. Yeah, what does Jesus say? <laughs> in this case this is this is just this is fun this is like if like if you don't have the money to put in like like don't ever make your financial decisions based on like this big bet that you have but if you have the money and you're okay to lose it and it's gonna be fun and you're playing a game like hey in my opinion do it <laughs> like this is exactly this is exactly fun. right i mean it, it's the same thing when I go to Vegas. I will go and put twenty dollars down in roulette, and 
it's in my opinion is just a leisurely thing i was i was explaining it to a friend of mine and and they're like they're like well isn't that gambling like i we were all raised to you know not gamble and and um and i would agree with the idea of you know pushing back against any kind of vice that has a hold on you yeah that that consumes you mm -hmm. right it's like what do you think about the most that's a convicting thought to begin with i I yeah, are you think about to drums yeah. and I, I think about other things more than I, I think about God most days, to be honest. But, but, but like throwing money at a roulette table or throwing money at a game is not one of those things that <laughs> right. like consumes my, my <laughs> yeah. energy. It's like, oh shoot, there's a game on the night. Do you want to, you know, right. throw down a hundred bucks? Ah, yeah. crap. We lost. Whatever. Yeah. You know, I could stand to lose it. That's right. I wish I had it back, but I mean, hey, do, do you guys have money in investments? Are you putting into a 401k? There you <laughs> it's go. like, that's a gamble right you play there. play stock market? You know, yeah, stock market, crypto. Uh, like, you know, yeah. yeah, crypto. That's all, I lost all my money in crypto. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever get into Saitama? the one we talked about? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I probably we were shouldn't say it, say it out loud. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> um, didn't mean to do that. Whoops. Um, well, that's, that's talk about Saitama. All right, if you're going to um, pay, if you're going to pay, if you're going to get it, Buy it now because buy it it's, now. That's it's that's so what I was about low. to say. Uh, I, I would be a lot more hesitant to talk about it if it was at the high. <laughs> yeah. But we, it's funny all these memes about Saitama. Crypto in general is really down, but the the memes about you know crypto is like buy the dip, mm -hmm. and then it's like the next week it's like buy the dip dip. <laughs> the and dip, then it's dip, like, dip dip dip. <laughs> have you bought the dip of the dip dip dip? It's like right now I, I'm kind of thinking we're at the dip of the dip dip dip. Um, yeah. If we're not, then we're, oh we're like, I think we're like five dips in right now. <laughs> yeah, six. we're a couple dips. We're, we're a few dips down. I still believe in it. I um, think so too. I would, I, I would never advise anybody to do something with their money if it, like you said, if it, yeah. it's going to hurt them. Uh, but crypto in general, I would advise at least taking a serious look at it yep. because it's just the way things. Yeah, if you're gonna put money in, just in some like, capacity. Don't, don't be attached to it. Like you got to see it as like. This is money that I am willing to lose all of it. Exactly. <laughs> and if, if you're not willing to lose all might. of it, if it's really going to hurt, then don't spend that money because it's <laughs> not not a uh, not a good investment <laughs> for you. We are not financial experts. Yeah. We're just having fun. We're just with, having fun um, with the conversation and with I don't know. We it's it's so fun to do stuff with the money you make with your job, right? It's like yeah. you look around, you see these people who work super hard, and it feels like they are shackled. Um, yeah, they're like shackled by their mentality on money, whether they have a lot of it or a little. And oftentimes, I see people shackled with more. The handcuffs are a little bigger when 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 people have more. That's right. Um, yeah, it's one hundred percent um, right. And it and it can also be with and it, it also exists, especially here in Lancaster County, with people that have very little. Yeah. Um, and that they they think to themselves like, I don't know, it's. It's sad. It's so true what the Bible says about money. I mean, if if there's if there's a place to look at at true wisdom on how to approach wealth and um just anything material, yeah. you know, it's like the Bible has such a good view of it. And That's Jesus true. is the greatest counselor of, of all on how he approaches someone who says, you know, what do I need to do? Someone who's very wealthy, and 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 Jesus says, oh, in your case, you need to sell off everything. Yeah. Um, someone who has a lot. It's it's so hard to have a level head about money in a world, especially Westernized society, where we have everything at our disposal. We're constantly, you know, approaching things with a consumeristic mentality. Mm -hmm. You're in marketing. I'm in entertainment. I mean, we're all selling something. Yep. Um, and um, it's crazy. It's, it's just it's really hard to figure out how to balance it all. It is. I think it's it, it's. It's a touchy subject, but I think similar to you, I've seen more people with a lot of money treat their money like they're taking it with them. Like they'll save up True. all their money and they'll have it all figured out until they're about to die. And then it's like, well, now what? Like, and for me, it's like, we're living life. Like, don't be foolish. Yep. You know, don't, exactly. don't do stupid things, but like, enjoy it. You know, this was something mm -hmm. that I had to really change my mindset about um, same i again i think just from growing up in the church and hearing these things constantly about being a good steward of your money and that's true you have to be a good steward but um at the same time 
it was almost like a step taking a step further like <laughs> don't mm-hmm. spend your money don't use mm-hmm. it don't have fun with it don't like it's like no like i'm going to like we treat our kids well <laughs> i would mm-hmm. say and it's rewarding to yeah. me and it's it, it makes it that it makes me work that much harder um yeah which we'll talk a little bit about today but it makes me uh yeah. value what i do when i can mm-hmm. when i see the fruit of that and it's not just going into mm-hmm. a savings account you know if every penny is going to a savings account like why like what <laughs> what are you doing it for <laughs> you know i know but we could talk a yeah, lot about that it sounds like you we'll have to have it ben sounds on like it you and i have a pretty point. a pretty similar upbringing we should have been on yeah buddy of ours uh works for dave ramsey you're talking about ben chris yep, right yeah 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 it works for dave ramsey he's gonna come on like a, a few different... times last year and we just never got around to scheduling I it i met up with him when i was on tour too we talked about <clears> it. yeah um there are a lot of opinions about Dave Ramsey, but in in general, you have someone who um, is, in my opinion, modeling at at, le- at the very least a good way to deal with debt, mm-hmm. um, and speaking out against this idea of like throw yourself into an exorbitant amount of debt and just live your life that way. And I think his idea of snowballing your credit cards. Um, once you pay off one card, pretend you haven't and throw that money you were paying towards it at the next one, mm-hmm. you know, and just aggressively pay off your debt, aggressively get rid of it. And I, I really like the heart behind it all, which is like financial peace. Mm-hmm. Like if you have peace in your finances, you can have you can have a quality of life that is um, just so much it's greater true. than living in this place of like, how are we going to make it? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm so I'm so fortunate. I mean, we're all so fortunate to for sure. be living the kind of lives that we are and to be living where we are. And, and none of it was because we had anything to do with it. It's like, here we are. Mm-hmm. We're, we're all super lucky, blessed, fortunate, rich um, by the world's standards. And we need to do a better job of, of approaching money mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. And that's, that, that's something we can talk about down the road, but it, it, it will play into this idea of busyness. I yeah. know it will for you and yeah, I, cause I'm sure. we approach work. Like we need to make more, we need to do more. And it's like, yeah. sometimes you just need to rest. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, without further ado, <laughs> why don't we yeah. jump into, should we start with drums? Busyness get into drums. and drums. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Sure. Cool. All right, so um, I'll start this one off. Okay. Is that cool? Yeah, that works. Okay. So when you're busy, the things that uh, end up on the back burner are the things that you don't have a timeline for, you don't have a deadline for, you don't have pressure points for. That is why, in my experience, drumming is oftentimes that thing that gets put on the back burner until I realize that there's a pressure point or there's a deadline that I need to be prepared for. Mm Mm-hmm. So my, my simple and just right off the bat advice would be if you feel like you have no time for drumming, it, it needs to find a place in your schedule where there's, there's more pressure on it. Mm-hmm. There's, there's more of a deadline. There are goals in mind. Because when you have a show a week from tomorrow, it's going to be on your mind when you have an option that night to either sit on the couch because you're tired from how, how hard you work that day or you have an option to go to a movie with a buddy and you feel like you deserve it because you're so busy, you, the thought in your mind is going to be, Mm-mm, I got to practice mm-hmm. because I have this show in a week. If you don't have that show in a week, you're never going to do it. Right. No way. You're going to take the path of least resistance because you know what? You're tired. And we all have a million reasons to rest and relax and not have to do this thing that... Um, might not be as fun as it used to be, might feel more like a chore or a burden. Mm-hmm. And I realize I'm talking about drumming like it's something that's that's work-related, but you have to understand that, you know, in my case, um, after playing for so many years, there there are days that I am excited to play, and there are most days where what I'm having to do on the kit is going to feel more like work initially. Mm-hmm. It's going to feel more like a responsibility. Right. Um. And so my, my advice would be, if you find that you're too busy to play drums, you need to attach a pressure point to playing drums. There has to be something that is in your way, in your future, on the calendar, that unless you practice, unless you prepare for it, 
you're not going to be the kind of performer or drummer that other people are expecting you to be, which is the case with me when you're out there as an entertainer. People mm -hmm. have an expectation. Or you're not going to be the kind of performer or drummer that you want to be. Um, and you're excited to work towards this thing. On the other side of this pressure point then is this, this motivation. Like, wow, feels good to have done that thing. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, I'm rolling. I'm in like second gear, you know, and yeah. I, I feel like I have a bit of a routine and you just continue on with that, that flow. What tends to happen with drummers is that that was the case back there in the rearview mirror. They had that pressure point. They had that event or show um, or played for church or practiced with friends or whatever it was. And it's so far in the rearview mirror, they don't even know how to get down to the, the kit pick up the sticks and like yeah. start again. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. So common denominator, everyone's pretty busy. <laughs> yeah. What's going to change your practice habits or playing habits? It's, in my opinion, having something on the calendar in the future that's, that's staring you in the face when you have an option to do X, Y, or Z. Mm -hmm. And you're going to, it's, it's it's standing there right in front of you, so um, it's not dismissible. It's not something you can just you know push aside and just kind of put under the carpet. Oh, yeah. I'll get to it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You look at it and you go, okay, I'm going to do this. Yeah, because there's only six days left. Um, last thing before um, I want to hear what you have to say about this. Yeah. I have a chalkboard right over there in my <laughs> studio, and the other day I I put down all the work I have to do for the band. And I put down dates for when the work has to be completed. So the first thing on the calendar was March 22nd. I can't even see it from here. I just remember, um, which was yesterday. And I stayed up until 1.15 this morning because I had, I had a dinner with my fiance's um, family and like some other stuff during the day that's just like, I can't get to it yet. I can't get to it yet. I can't get, okay, I'm home. It's 9.35. Here we go. Mm-hmm. And I knew it had to be done by March 22nd in order for me to get to the next thing, which has to be done by March 24th. Yeah. So it's like this snowball effect. If you can't get done the first thing, how are you going to get it done the second? Right. And I have this laid out through April 16th. And that for me has been single-handedly, no BS, the thing that has made the biggest difference. It's like I have that chalkboard. Yeah, you can just wipe off those dates. It's just chalk. But... I know the implications if I don't get the stuff done today, how much it's going to catch up with me tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Just like it's just like your work schedule, yeah. just like anything else in life. Yep. Yeah, that's right. So it's funny as you're talking, like the, like your approach, and it obviously works for you, is was exactly what my approach was until recently. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like that approach sucks. No, no, the the approach is great, and everyone like if that if 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 you can apply that, it will probably mm -hmm. work for you. Uh, for me, and I let the cat out of the bag last episode that I hadn't played drums um, yeah. <laughs> for you know this at all this year, um, and it wasn't for lack of setting those. Like I did, I did this exact thing. I set some uh, some goals. I um, you, you know had a calendar. I I had a calendar. Well, I, I, a calendar. Um, I, okay. I I basically I did, I agreed to collaborate with a few different people, and so they were okay. counting on me for parts and. Um, I thought that just having that, having those goals, having that, you know, those agreements, there's that obligation to, to provide this for them and I need to practice. I would say that's it, a pretty strong it's, pressure point. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good pressure point, but it didn't matter because I like straight up just didn't have the time to do it. But yeah. what I realized is that I have like, so what I, the approach that I'm taking, I've gotten on the kit once since last episode. It was only for about 10 minutes, um, yeah. five, five, 10 minutes. <laughs> But I got on the kit, and so for me, that was big. It was the first time I'd ever played yeah. drums in 2022, and what got me there was literally a friend uh, texting me about a groove, and he just wanted to know how difficult it was to play this groove. So I got on the kit real quick. He, like, texted me at the right time. I quick jumped down there, uh, played mm. played the groove real quick, broke it down for him, sent him a video, and... Uh, and it got me on the kit, and I was so thankful, and I was like, okay, so what got me on the kit? <laughs> when we break this down, what got me on the kit? Because mm -hmm. it wasn't pressure. Uh, he mm -hmm. didn't ask me to break this part down for him. He didn't ask me to send him a video. He didn't ask me to get on the kit, but I got on the kit. 
Um, so there were a the few, challenge. there were a few, like, so the challenge was part of it, but I don't even think it was the biggest part. Part one was mm. it wasn't for me. Mm. It wasn't for me. And this is just my personality. This isn't going to apply to everybody. Some people like you guys, you need it to be for yourself in order for, in order to be motivated. But the, my personality type, if I'm doing something for somebody, I, I'm a lot more incentivized like that. That makes sense. Notches up on the priority list. You know, if it's not mm -hmm. for me, that that was so that was it. It wasn't for me. It he he caught me at the right time. You know, if I was in the middle of three different meetings and I didn't have the time to get on the kit just physically, it wouldn't have happened. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I would have listened to it and been like, Oh yeah, this is this is how you're supposed to play it. Uh, and I would have just texted it and you know, texted what to do or whatever. Um and would yeah. have forgotten about it. So he, he got me at the right time. It wasn't for me. And exactly, it was, there was some challenge. You know, I wanted to prove to myself that I, that I could do it, you know, that I heard it and understood it and could actually implement it. Um, mm -hmm. so, it was, so it was those three things. So my approach right now, and I can't tell you if it's going to work or not, but uh, similar to you, Matt, I mean, if you look at my notes on my phone, there's thousands of notes, and most of them are like either like food shopping lists, <laughs> or they're uh, like song lists to like to learn, or they're song lyrics of songs that I'm writing, um, or mm -hmm. it's like priority lists and plans mm -hmm. and agendas. Um, that's like what fills up my phone. So what I want to do is basically just prioritize my life. Mm -hmm. There's certain things that have to come first every single time. And if I'm faced with this or that, I know this one's higher priority. I do this for my work. Mm. I'm going to do it for my life too. I'm going to prioritize the things that have to be done and the yeah, timelines that have to be done and then see where the gaps are. And then when I'm faced with two things, um, I'm going to figure out which one's higher priority and I'm going to do that one. So I just need to figure out where do drums fit in there? And I can't, I have mm -hmm. to place some importance on it because it really is part of who I am mm -hmm. and affects yep. how I behave and, and react. And so what I'm realizing is as well is, you know, when I've been off the kit for so long, it's easy just to, to push it aside. Yep. Similar absolutely. to like working out for me. Um, I enjoy mm -hmm. working out. Um, it's always the thing that gets pushed off if I don't have time and drums has become that as well. It's the thing that gets pushed off. But um, drumming, unlike working out, for me, isn't a workout. It's not something that takes energy from me, although it might take some physical energy. It actually yeah. gives me energy. It gives mm -hmm. me life. And for me, playing on the drums is a form of rest because I'm doing mm -hmm. something that I enjoy and that's fulfilling. And so I need to also just adjust how I see drumming <laughs> in mm -hmm. my mind when I get there, yeah. when I'm faced with drumming or whiskey and cheese on the couch with YouTube, like when I'm faced with those <laughs> things, you know, <laughs> like whiskey and cheese on the couch with YouTube sounds very relaxing. I would take whiskey and cheese very every time, man. I'll, I'll be honest. <laughs> If that's what we're talking about, I thought we were talking about like, well, I either could do this meeting or drumming. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, I have to do the meeting because it's I my job. Do, yeah. You're talking about whiskey no, we're and talk cheese? We're talking about, we're talking about <laughs> what rest. What kind of cheese? So here's the thing. Free time for me is very <laughs> slim. There's not a lot of free time. So that free time usually is spent trying to do something to rejuvenate myself. It's resting. Right. And for me, relaxing looks like whiskey and cheese on the couch with YouTube, <laughs> you know? And, and so, um, and during the, I can't actually play drums after a certain time. So sometimes it's just not even an option. But when the option, when I'm faced with the option, do I sit and relax, quote unquote relax, or do I sit and play drums, which is also mm -hmm. relaxing if I'm looking at it the way I should be? Um, I'm doing something for myself that's filling me up, um, that's going to make me feel good. I, I'm, I know I'm going to walk out of the drum room happy that I did that. There is never mm -hmm. a time where I get off the kit and be like, oh, man, I wish I hadn't done that. Even on the times where I feel like I sucked, I'm mm -hmm. still like, okay, well, I'm glad I got on the kit and started practicing because, yeah, you know, <laughs> I obviously need to practice. There's never an instance <laughs> where I walk away and, and regret 
playing. Um, I agree. So I just that. have to shift. I have to shift it's some never things a poor mentally. Use of your time. That's right. That's right. I have to shift some things mentally uh, in order to face drumming the way I should be. Um, and I have to put a priority list. And honestly, I have to to set some um, set some things up for myself that um, help me pl- like play dr- like incentivize me to play drums, not just for myself but for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know what that looks like. I have a few ideas. I'm not going to say them because then you guys will hold me to it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but I, you know, I'm trying to think of how can I like in this stage of life, how can I turn drumming into a thing that is, it's fulfilling for me, hands down for sure. But how can I incentivize myself to do it because it helps other people? Well, okay. I, I have, I have a question about this. Yeah. So as you were talking I thought about Sundays coming home from church where we w- we actually would have been at church together mm-hmm. and how we would pass someone on the way home who was mowing their yard. Okay. And I thought in my head, I'm like, oh, wow, they're working on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. I was always taught or not to work they? on Sundays. Yeah. <laughs> or are they? Exactly. Exactly my point. Mm-hmm. So for me, mowing the lawn is definitely not work. It's like the most cathartic thing I could do. Yeah. It's so fun and relaxing. More than like... I don't know, not more than watching a football game on my couch, but maybe like pretty close to it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like pretty relaxing. Drumming is not that for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it It is always rewarding and it is always life-giving, but it's not something I approach as like, oh, this is a leisurely activity because there's expectations. Yeah. My, my position as a drummer is different than yours and different than a lot of people that are watching this or – you know, are listening to this. Yeah. So it really depends on on what what is required of you as a drummer. Right. And I think what you're talking, you're you're speaking to the um, context in, in which we think about drumming. You know, like, what is our approach to it? When we think about practicing or playing drums, are we looking at it as something that we um, we have to deliver? Um, we have to live up to a certain standard, or is it like we're just playing? we're just hitting drums because it's something we enjoy doing. Yeah. Um, and so in my case, the reason I get on the kit now because of that calendar is because I know if I don't, then I will not be able to deliver the product that um, I am being asked to deliver. Mm-hmm. And as a performer, my personality is like, that is my worst nightmare. Yeah. Is being, is not being prepared for something. Mm-hmm. If I didn't have to be prepared for anything, I wouldn't be playing drums as much. Right. But because I'm being asked to prepare something and rise to the occasion, it motivates me like crazy. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what is it that motivates you to get on the kit? It used to be that I just wanted to play. I couldn't wait to play. Mm-hmm. I would get home from my job landscaping and I just had to get to the kit. Yeah. Why has that changed? What's changed about it for you, for me, for for all of us that are listening to this? It's like, is it because we're too busy? Certainly we've gotten busier as we've gotten older. But definitely what's what's happened is our approach to drumming has has changed. Yeah. And what drumming has uh has meant to us or means to us has changed. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to take an honest look at that. Cause there there are days and weeks and months where I look at drums and it's like, man, that's a chore. That's a burden. Lots of responsibility comes with that instrument because it's my job. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important that uh, I admit that because then there are weeks where it's like, this is the greatest thing in the world. I can't wait to play. <laughs> right. And at least you can be honest with yourself about what it is. Um, for some of you guys, you're going to be listening to this. For you guys and girls, you're going to be listening to this podcast being like, I don't understand what they're talking about. Like, <laughs> what do you mean there's not time for drumming? Or what do you mean you have to like schedule it in? Like, I can't wait to play and I always find time and it's, mm-hmm. it has to happen and I don't even think about it. And that's a great season um, of life to be in. <laughs> that is a great season of life. We're more season. so speaking to the sustainability yeah. of that, of this passion, this hobby, yeah. because that can't live forever like that. You, you will assume more responsibility in your life unless the life you live is an anomaly. When you're 16, 17, 18, you're living at home with your parents and you don't really have to work and mm-hmm. you just cannot imagine the amount of responsibility that um, you'll take on as, yeah. as, you, as you get older. And it's, it's all good. But in order to 
continue playing drums and pushing yourself as a drummer as you get older, um, I think it's really important to look at what your personality is when it comes to maintaining routine in your life with something like drums, yep. right? Mm -hmm. And then also second to that is like admitting what drums mean to you now. Right. Yeah, sure, 10 years ago they meant something, but what do they mean to you now? Yeah. There are going to be days in my life where I just don't want to play. I do not want to sit down and practice. I, I, I look at it as a chore and a burden and work. And then, like I said, two weeks later, I'm like, I can't wait because I figured out how to motivate myself again to do this thing. Right. Because I was watching Russell Wilson practice or work out or because I have that stupid chalk calendar over there that tells yeah. me you got to deliver on a certain date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That for me is huge. I can't overstate that. And it's interesting how different we are. Yeah. And that for you, that doesn't work. Well, it used but to. What <laughs> it's tried what, and true. What will sure, work for but, you yeah. is like something that I I mean, you talk about it, I, I see it like I see the reason in it. I think it's makes a lot of sense. You have this list of priorities and you have to find figure out where drumming is on that list. Yep. Yep. And one thing I want to say, you kind of you kind of like veered toward it a little bit and and like everyone listening is you know going to be in a different season slightly we all have mm -hmm. varying levels of busyness and, and abilities and desire and and that is that's a beautiful thing mm -hmm. and i i think it's important to and this is not really on the topic of busyness but just in like seasons of life like like really just enjoy the season you're in, whatever that is. Like some of you might be so motivated to play drums. You love drums so much. Mm -hmm. And the motivation there might be, I want to be a professional drummer. I want to tour mm -hmm. with a successful band one day. I want to be Matt Griner and August Burns Red someday. That might be the motivation for you. And you might just be like playing your ass off every day mm -hmm. to get there as opposed to playing your ass off every day because you love drums. Mm -hmm. and you can play your ass off every day on the drums. Mm -hmm. Like, enjoy that season because yep. once you get to, as you've heard, Matt's level, then the thing that you love so much right now on certain days is a burden. You're not going to yep. feel like doing it. <laughs> it's work, it's <laughs> right? It's feel like work. And, and, yep. and that's not a bad season that Matt's in. It's, it's great. He worked hard to get here. And, and that doesn't mean that he doesn't love drums still. It just means that when, when you're in that, your, um, you know, priorities change as life goes on. Um, your, your level of, of busyness changes. If Matt had mm -hmm. an hour every day to play drums and that was just his hour and it didn't subtract from the 24 hours that he has in a day to get stuff done, I guarantee he'd mm -hmm. be playing drums that hour every day, <laughs> mm -hmm. right? It wouldn't feel yeah. like a burden because that's his right. hour reserved for drums. But that's mm -hmm. just not the way that the world works. We don't have an extra hour aside from that 24 hours in a day to do something. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, really appreciate the season that you're in, whatever it may be. I'm, I'm trying to do the same where I'm at despite the lack of drums, you know, I'm trying to remember that, like, there's a lot of good things that I should be experiencing and enjoying right now where I'm at. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you think about, um, what's your take on working out right now? Like you talked about the gym. <laughs> I've worked out less like than I played drums. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So let's say you started working out yeah. four days a week. Do you think that that would affect your time for drumming? Well, so working out is much lower on the totem pole than drumming. Because if I can okay. get on the kit for a half hour, I'll feel a lot better mentally, physically. I'll mm -hmm. feel like I got a little bit of a workout in. So so workouts <laughs> for me, um, I've, I've basically tried to figure out how can I get – like I love exercise. I love I – love, um, you know, moving and grooving and like uh, if like I'm on the phone a lot throughout the day and Zoom calls, I'll take every excuse to just have my cell phone in my hand on speaker and pace around the house. I'm looking into right mm -hmm. now like a foldable treadmill, like desk <laughs> treadmill that I can just have stood up <laughs> on a standing desk so that I can just be walking while I'm working because I love I love walking. So yeah. now that it's getting nice out, yeah. like um, 
A great way to you distract my kids is by taking them on walks. My son loves to ride his bike, and um, my one-year-old loves the stroller and going going for walks outside. He loves being outside. So, like, when it's nice out, I will I'll walk miles and miles around town, like because I'm watching my kids, which is what I have to do. I'm spending time yeah. with my kids, which is what I like to do, and I'm also yeah. getting exercise and fresh air, which is good for my body and my mind and my soul. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. um, so that's kind of where I'm at on the workout front. Um, for me, it's it's like I need to, like for like working out, working out, I love lifting weights. Um, I have a weight set at my house, so I don't usually do a gym membership. I'll usually do some kind of um, routine. You know, I'll I'll put a Mm -hmm. a routine together for, you know, a month or 60 days or something, and I'll try to just hit that routine. So it's just been difficult for me to do that consistently, and consistency for me is is number one for working out regularly. Mm -hmm. Like, if if I miss a couple days, it's that much harder to – because then it's like like I'm – I don't know out of sync with my schedule and then yep. it's you know it just messes Absolutely. me up so since my older son's been born i've i've never actually gotten into a really consistent workout routine so yeah mm-hmm. i i so i asked that because going to the gym and working out is is motivating to me to practice is it yeah they they kind of work hand That's in hand cool. and I like so that. i i bring that up to say like maybe there's something else you can be doing to motivate you to, mm. to practice maybe there's something else you could be doing that will make you uh well well I should say it this way Tim I think working out helps me organize my day mm. it helps me develop a list of priorities yeah in a way that actually makes sense cuz I feel good right I feel strong your mind is sharp I feel sharp mm-hmm. yeah and so you're less likely to sit around and that's a good do point nothing. that's a good point you know what i mean it's yeah. like Health, I mean, health is everything. It really is. If you feel like you just are are, are not, you know, um, you just lost it. Like, I, I can't figure out how to get the energy back. And, um, of course, this is like, I'm not talking about, like, any specific health issues here. Just, like, in general, you feel right. You feel lethargic and f- you feel just like a lack of motivation. I, I would recommend, number one, start working out. Mm. Start going on walks. Start going on runs. That's good advice. Know, join a gym. Man, it just—it's wild how much of a difference it makes. Drumming is that for a lot of people. Yeah, it's definitely that for us. Yeah, like when we sit down and play, it's it does it all those awesome. things. Yep, for sure. It is so awesome. It's so good for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I forget what the stat is, but it's like drumming for a half an hour burns the same amount of calories as like running a certain distance or like do, yeah. you know doing a full blown workout. Like there's like some legitimate stat and I, i'm sure that varies based on what you're I mean, playing dude, and stuff look but. at you you have the body of a greek god like, <laughs> yeah, that's... i don't know about that uh, a greek god who drinks a lot of beer perhaps <laughs> the god i thought it was whiskey and the cheese. god of beer gut yeah <laughs> whiskey that and cheese is the beer. title of this episode by the way i mean it has to be the god of whiskey, the, and, uh, whiskey cheese. and cheese sounds like a country song yeah it really does. Well, it sounds like a Morgan Wallen song. <laughs> we'll have to hit uh, Adam Gray up and uh, tell him the title of his next country hit, <laughs> Whiskey and Cheese. <laughs> Bring her on down. He's already writing it. <laughs> Bring her on back. <laughs> well, that was good. That was, that good. was a really good um, topic to talk about. It's, it's it's fun to talk about things that are... are um, I don't know. I mean, not just relevant, but like things that you think about yeah it's not like we're just pulling a topic out of the yeah sky being like let's talk about that thing that we don't really think about that much it's yeah like, no actually this is something that is pressing it's like something we're carrying on right. our shoulders for sure the, you know throughout the day and if you're a drummer and you are somewhat busy you know that feeling mm-hmm. we all carry it it's like you're doing any particular thing in the day and you're thinking about what else you could be doing or the fact that you could be practicing. Yeah. Um, so it's it's fun to have a discussion about something like this. And yeah. I really hope that it's beneficial for some of you listening and you can think about what it means in, in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, what it means for your practice time. Yeah. I mean, for anyone listening for the first time, uh, this podcast is like fifty percent 
experience and 50% we're figuring it out as we go. <laughs> like, yeah. there's no, like, these conversations are, you know, real conversations, unplanned. Um, I think the first few episodes, Matt had some notes that he was referencing, but... Uh, yeah, it was. That, <laughs> then I learned. That, yeah, that, then I learned you just don't have to do that. That only works just, for so long. <laughs> <laughs> that's that, yeah, that's that prepared part of me. It's like, I have mm-hmm. to be prepared. I have to know yeah. what I'm doing. And this podcast is a lesson in... No, you don't. Yeah. You know, you just gotta you just gotta go with it. Yep. So for sure. We um we have about fifteen minutes left and we're gonna hop into our faith topic. Yeah. Um which is also which about being is too busy. <laughs> also about being too yeah. busy. So yeah. Tim, you wanna take this one? Yeah, yeah. So this is an interesting one and it's gonna mirror our drum topic, obviously. Um but I was thinking about this the other day because I, I I've noticed that my faith is also something that often gets pushed aside amid busyness, amid a busy schedule. So um, why is that, first off? And then mm-hmm. <laughs> how, do, how do we uh, approach it? And so I think similar to how I talked about prioritizing life, um, And normally I wouldn't necessarily put God and faith into that life priority list, but Mm -hmm. maybe that's the issue. (laughs) Maybe I should. It should be so ingrained in my life. It should be so much a part of my life that it is the thing that gets a top priority. Mm -hmm. Um, We've talked before about stuff. Matt has some really good ways of, you know, he starts his day at least – he used to start his day with, with, uh, you know, with back when with he was prayer. a good Christian and <laughs> his day, like, you know, we've had yeah. these, these tips. Um, first I had a tip. final 15. Yeah. Yeah. First yeah. and final 15. And I had, uh, you know, I, I was even saying like, if you can't manage that, at least set a reminder on the Bible app for a verse of the day. So at least you're getting something. Yep. Um, yep. and maybe it's not much, but it's something. And maybe it's, maybe all it is, is just a reminder to, to pray for me. It was, uh, you know, just having kids and the desire to to raise them knowing that you can pray whenever, you know. So, like, mm. I was praying every day because on the way to school or on the way to daycare, we would pray together. And then before bed, we would pray together, you know. And even though it was like this rudimentary, simplistic prayer, who cares? It's a conversation yeah. with God, right? And... um. And that was enough for me to um, to at least know that twice a day I'm talking to God. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, one thing I've noticed being busy is um, the best conversations with God, the best times of prayer for me are like when I have a long drive. If I know that I've got, you know, half an hour, 40 minutes of uh, of driving ahead of me, that's usually when I'll be like, all right, I'm going to turn the radio down and I'm just going to, I'm going to pray. I'm going to talk mm-hmm. to God. Um, and similar to drumming, uh, I never regret that. It's always mm. fulfilling. Um, it's not always this profound moment of hearing the voice of God and getting clarity and life is okay again. It, but it's it's me talking to to God who understands me uh, every aspect of me, he understands my, my feelings, my emotions. Half the time I'm praying selfish prayers and that's okay. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. uh, there's no, like, it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's really, it's, it's healthy, I think, to pray, um, no matter how you pray. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't matter if you are, religious about it if you're praying in my opinion like <laughs> again i think i told this story about my my son like like saying he had to clasp his hands together and like bow down like for it to actually be a prayer it's like well you don't have to do that but you can if you want to mm-hmm. you know like it's, mm-hmm. there's nothing stopping you from doing it does it make it a better mm-hmm. prayer does god listen harder if you do it no <laughs> not necessarily but you know but yeah sure go ahead um <laughs> so pray however you feel like you need to but you know i think it's interesting that you're that you're hitting prayer the topic of prayer mm, yeah. um as if to say that prayer is the juxtaposition of busy 
Yeah, well, I don't think, think you can. That. I don't think you can have a relationship with anybody, right? If there's no conversation right. happening, if like That's if exactly Matt and I right. just stopped talking, we'd still be friends, but we'd be like acquaintances. You know, we'd be there wouldn't be the trust. I wouldn't know what's going on in his life, and you know, and we stop talking because we're busy. We stopped talking because we're busy, and we because weren't we're pushing towards the same goal. There was no reason to be talking. You know, we talked, We like, honestly, most of our brick-by-brick brick conversations were like five minutes brick-by-brick brick and then a half an hour mm-hmm. of God and drums, you know? <laughs> which yep. is why we started the podcast, Holy right? Ghost notes. <laughs> right. It's Holy Ghost Notes. Um, so if we didn't have that, like, I wouldn't know what's going on with Matt, and there wouldn't be this level of, of closeness that we have, and... Um, and there would be less trust, you know, because we would be kind of foreign to each other. Like, I, I propose something that you've talked about. Okay. What you're saying and how you're saying it is very telling. Mm. Like I said, you went right into prayer <laughs> as if to say that I busyness is the enemy, <laughs> as the, that busyness is the enemy of a prayer. I mean, you did it organically. Like, yeah. This is where I'm going with this. Like, I'm really busy. Wait a second. Sometimes you just need to drive in the car and just pray. Mm. Huh, that's the opposite of busy. Well, something you've talked about before is how, what if we were to approach our relationship with God as he's with us? Acknowledge him. And it's not, yeah. it's not that we stop doing the things that are keeping us busy, i.e. all the responsibilities of life, which we will always have. What if it's that, like you said earlier, it's so telling how we talk about God. It's it's almost like cringy how we think about this. It really is. It's like yeah, we talk funny. about it like it's something we have to do. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to look at it like that because yeah. Yeah. as soon as you let those words come out of your mouth, you realize how gross it is. And how religious that it is. We look yeah. at it like it's this, exactly, it's so religious. It's mm-hmm. like how people think about Christianity who aren't Christians. Like, oh, it's this thing that you do. Yeah. It's like, wait a second. What if we looked at it more in terms of what you've talked about, which is it's it's who you're with. God is with you in all of this. Mm-hmm. And it's not that you stop doing what you were doing to do this other thing. It's that he's with you in it. Right. And you acknowledge him and bring your life, your responsibilities into the relationship with right. God that you have. Instead of looking at it as, <laughs> I'm bringing God into this busyness. I'm going to have to pause it for a bit so I can get him in here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no. What if it's like he's with us and we're with him and we're bringing our busyness into that? Because yeah. certainly that should be subservient to our relationship with the person, the God of the universe, mm-hmm. who... The more that we understand what he's done for us and how much he loves us, the 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 smaller these things seem in our lives. Mm-hmm. The you know the work and the stressors and the anxiety and the pressure. I wish we I I wish I had a better approach to this in my everyday. And yet it's like as soon as you start to talk about it, I'm like, that's me. Yeah. Without saying those words, like that's my mentality. Right. And who among us that's listening to this has a different approach to this? I know a couple people. I was thinking about one, my pastor, as soon as he started talking about this, the way that he lives his life is like, when he talks about God, he gets fired up because he gets to talk about God. Right. It's like something that he like can't wait to tell people about. It's right. Not, it's not a chore. It's not something that he has to like sanction in his day or like figure out how to do. It's like the thing. Right. It's the main thing. I it's love it's that. the only thing that matters. And um you know, I want that to be the case and it's 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 we're a little bit lost in in westernized culture with all these things that we bring into our lives. That's right. And I I would propose that we do it because in a lot of cases we're we're scared to relax and rest, especially here where I live in Lancaster County. Man, you try to get someone to stop working, yeah, and just sit. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's like pulling teeth. It's tough. It's <laughs> tough for people. Yeah, it's real tough yeah. for people. Rest is a big thing. We could we could have a whole episode, honestly, just about rest. Uh, we might have actually already had an episode about it. I don't remember. We have. Have we? All Let's right. Do it again. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's a it's a great 
it's an important topic, and the Bible talks about rest a lot. And I think there is an aspect of rest, you know, within um, prayer. Like, you know, a conversation, like a conversation with you for me is is fulfilling, and I don't have to try. Um, yeah. And I can sit here and walk out of this conversation and not feel like I had to give of myself. Right. You know, and there's, I think, for me at least, with prayer, it's the same way. Like when I'm praying, I am, I'm releasing things that I, that I'm, I'm like, like taking burdens off of myself <laughs> as mm-hmm. opposed to. That's a biblical principle. Which is a biblical principle. And, and it's, yeah. um, I mean, it's important for, for a number of reasons, you know, just to maintain a relationship. Like I mentioned, like you can't, like, if you don't trust God, then there, like, what is there? you know mm-hmm. how how well do you actually know him <laughs> someone who's completely trustworthy and knows you inside and out and has all of your best interests at heart like if you don't trust that and i i i get it if um you're not there you know mm-hmm. it's okay i i'm there a lot of the time i'm i'm like god why is this happening how could you let this happen yeah. like who are you <laughs> I get to that point whenever <laughs> something bad happens in my you? life. <laughs> you know, like I thought you loved me. Um, yeah. You know, but it's yeah, it's it's so it's so crucial. It is funny. I I didn't really think into it too much, but jumping right into prayer, I I think the the approach here, in my opinion, is if you're busy, if you're as busy as I am, or as as busy as Matt is, find the times in your life where you're where you're filling those free spots like I, I get it like if you're if you're working like most of my day is responding to emails and being on phone calls it's very hard for me to focus on praying and yes. should I really be focusing on praying when I'm writing a business email I don't know um, <laughs> but but focus like just like like we said and I love so Matt actually sent me a voice memo uh, like a month ago just saying uh, that you remembered to acknowledge God like God's here just acknowledge him like hey God and then just leave it at that, you know, mm-hmm. you could just do that. Like start off your yeah, day. Stuck with me. You don't have to say this long prayer that is formal and hits all the marks of the Lord's prayer or whatever. Just like say, hey, God, I'm so glad you're here with me today and mm-hmm. carry on. <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. just acknowledge that he's here. He's hanging out with you. He's chilling. <laughs> you know, he's, he's, yeah, it's like, and it's, it's so funny to me how, that's like literally a thing. Like he is omnipresent. That's like a characteristic of God. And I was talking to someone about this the other day, actually, and and we were just laughing because like we were in this church service. Uh, this wasn't recent. This was a long a while ago. But we were in this church service, and um, someone was up praying and just like thanking God for being in this room and filling this place. And then the next song that they sang was "Come, Lord Jesus, Come." <laughs> and I was like thinking to myself, like, how ridiculous is this? Like, I get it. It's like a beautiful song. There's a, you know, yeah. it's, there's nothing wrong with the song, but it's just like, we just said, thank you for being here. Thank you for filling this room. Your presence is so, uh, yeah. you know, and then come <laughs> Lord Jesus, come, you know, it's like, okay. There's a little bit of a disconnect here, but <laughs> it's like, um, but yeah, just like, I, I feel like you can, um, you can have a really good relationship with somebody, uh, and it like Matt and I squeeze our friendship in. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's it, yeah. our our lives aren't uh, our lives are crazy and we have to schedule things out and squeeze it in when we can. This is the first time I've <laughs> talked to Matt since the last podcast episode, other than like a few texts <laughs> back and forth, you know. But like we squeeze it in and we make it work, and like that's okay to do that throughout your day with prayer. Like acknowledge God; yeah. He's there with you. Instead of listening to your music in the car, turn turn the radio down and and talk to Him. Um, it's going to be good for you, or don't. Just be like, all right, I'm going to listen to this music, but God's in the in the passenger seat with me, and I'm loving this, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> like whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, don't get religious about it. Just like you know, it's 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 good for you, you know. Yeah, I think I, th- I think some of it comes down to um, our thoughts. Mm-hmm. Like the Bible talks about our thoughts, you know, and think about these things, you know, and it just lays out a list of things that are are good to think about. Yeah. Not bad, uh, not negative, but good. And I think it's just simple as, like you said, 
Um, just just think about what God is is doing in your life. Think about that He's with you. And as you do that throughout your day, you'll start to think about Him more. Mm-hmm. It's just like with practicing drums or going to the gym. You start to miss the thing that was commonplace yeah. in your life. And it's like, are we thinking about Jesus a lot? Hmm. Are you thinking about Jesus a lot throughout your day? Am I doing that? How do you start doing that? <laughs> Sounds so silly, but you just... <laughs> that's true. It, it, that's it an, that's requires an question. such small a, a small amount of effort. Yeah. And if it's as simple as setting a reminder on your phone or putting something in your way or creating a routine got to start doing that Mm. you got to find something that works because we know that it gives you life because you're talking about the person who gave you life that's right we're talking about the person who deserves it all and we sing about it like we mean it but throughout the week it's like the last thought it's the last it's the last order of business busy is commonplace Mm -hmm. in our lives and certainly, a lot of us listening to this can probably relate to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if, if, if you're a Christian, then you, you might have the view that we talked about, which is like, where does Jesus fit in your list of priorities? But I, I'd like to go a step further and say, with Jesus, he shouldn't even be on a list of priorities. He, mm. he, he's, he's with you determining what, those priorities what in are. your life is a priority. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like right. he's not a priority. He 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 is with you creating that list of priorities. Yeah, um, it's a completely different way to look at it. <laughs> yeah, and fitting Jesus in is is what's uh, stressing you out. Then you have the wrong approach. <laughs> you have the wrong approach. Yeah. <laughs> We've got the. We exactly. just went through the full circle of this in, in within this one conversation. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How do exactly. you fit Jesus in? Oh wait, we're not supposed to be fitting him in. That's. <laughs> I don't like the way that sounds, you know? It's like, but yet that's how we see it. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how we see it. I didn't realize it until we actually started verbalizing <laughs> yeah. it. But, like, yeah, but I mean, think about it. Like, what Like, what if what if you could have a relationship with someone who removes your burdens and listens to you, knows exactly where everything is coming from? Like, when you're talking, like, when I'm talking to people, communication is tough, Regardless of who you are, if you don't think communication is tough, you're probably naive to it, and you're probably miscommunicating without even knowing. Communication is tough, and often you have to clarify what you meant for it not Mm -hmm. to be taken the wrong way. Because I guarantee, just like the game of telephone, if you tell one person something, they're going to interpret it a different way, and they're going to re-communicate it to someone else a different way. It's Mm -hmm. It's just how it works. But imagine being able to have a conversation with someone who just knows you and knows where Mm -hmm. you're coming from and knows what you're saying. And you can just unload all of that. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, that's not the entire piece of the relationship, but just just that is enough for me to be like, man, I I need that in my life. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. I need that every day. (laughs) (laughs) I need to be able to... I need that all the time. (laughs) Yeah, drop some of these burdens off and feel better about what's going on in my life. And, you know, like, that's... I need that. Who doesn't Mm -hmm. need that? Yeah, that's good. Okay, well, we got to wrap up. Um, this has been really a rewarding conversation for me. Yeah. And um, I mean, it always is. But like we talked about earlier, this is very close to home. And uh, the beautiful thing is that we get to serve a God. We get to love a God and we get to know a God who understands the fact that our lives are the way they are. Yeah. And um he's he's not he's not the kind of God that will walk away when That's we right. do. Turn his back when we do. Ignore us when we do. Mm-hmm. He's always there. He's like a it's like a lighthouse. Yeah. That's the way I see God a lot of times. We're out at sea, mm-hmm. floating around any which direction. We feel like the storm is too big and we're never gonna find our way through it. And yet that light beam is just always finding its way to us. We just have to see it. Yeah, it's constant. We just have to look for it. Mm. And I, I would I would suggest that that's maybe a good approach for for me at least to to take. 
in my everyday. Yeah. So. Very good. For sure. That's Thanks good for stuff. listening. Yeah, thank you, guys. Um, this, has been, this has been an awesome, awesome episode to uh, to have for, for Tim and I in particular. We, we <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed it. Guys and girls enjoyed it. And, mm-hmm. um, man, it's, all, it's always something around here. <laughs> it's always here. something. <laughs> That's right. Ain't that just something else? <laughs> Ain't that just something else? <laughs> yeah, so uh, if, uh, if you haven't heard us uh, say this before, um, you've probably heard us say this many times, but we do have a <laughs> Patreon. It's patreon.com slash holyghostnotes. That is how we uh, are able to make this happen continuously. Um, we have an amazing community of people uh, supporting this podcast and, and helping us cover our, our expenses. And, um, and I can't thank them enough. So thank you inner circle first and foremost, Mm -hmm. if you're interested in being a part of this incredible community, um, there's definitely some incentives along the way. Check it out. Patreon.com slash Holy Ghost Notes. And I actually have a new shout out, uh, for someone who is, uh, who started backing us up, um, since the last episode, his name is Joe Schneider. So thank you, Joe. Welcome to the inner circle. And um, thank you for your support, man. Looking forward to getting to know mm-hmm. you. Thank you, Joe. And thank you, everyone over there at the inner circle. Yeah. yeah. And uh, thank you, Tim. Oh, thank you, Matt. Lots of thanks to go around. Thank you, God. I'm, tr- I'm truly delighted. Did you know that God <laughs> was here the whole time? That's right. <laughs> That's wild, right? That's pretty wild. That is. That's a good way to start uh, changing our mindset on all true. this. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Well, if you guys have any comments or questions, uh, concerns, um, send them over Matt and Tim at theholyghostnotes.com or hit us up on our socials Instagram, Facebook, whatever else, wherever else you can find us. And um, if you're a drummer, and you post drum videos, or you're thinking about posting drum videos, make sure you do it with the hashtag Holy Ghost Notes attached to it, and we'll see mm-hmm. it. And uh, we we feature drum videos on occasion, so make sure you're using that hashtag so we see it. And I think that's Good it. Stuff. Yes, sir. Till yeah. next time. Until next time. You know what time it is. That's right. Peace. Peace.